My name is Paul Weston. I am a volunteer member of Portishead RNLI. I'm a helm and we have an Atlantic 85. I'm also one of the singers in a group of six of us who are in the 85ers, a sea shanty band who predominantly go and sing at festivals that are raising money for the RNLI. So the 85ers are all a group of seagoing RNLI volunteers. We all, we all go out on our Atlantic 85, which is how we got our name. There's six of us in the band and we've all been to sea together and we've all been sort of friends for, I guess, over, over five years. So during lockdown, we obviously weren't allowed to get together and uh, there had been a bit of a sort of a resurgence of sea shanties coming up on uh, on these sort of Zoom calls that were, were, were being put out there. People were creating sea shanties. So we decided one morning after training, why don't we have a go at trying to sing a sea shanty? So we picked a song and I recorded my part along singing along with this with this shanty originally. And then everyone else recorded their own parts on just on a phone. And then uh, someone very um, clever managed to then put all these parts together, merge them all in time and uh, and then when we played it back, it all sounded rather, rather good. Oh, we'd be alright if the wind was in ourselves. Oh, we'd be alright if the wind was in ourselves. We'd be alright if the wind was in ourselves. And we'll all hang on behind. So then after that, we decided, well, we've got this recording. Why don't we all try and film part so we can make a video from it? At the end of lockdown, when we were finally allowed to get together, there was like a rule of rule of six in gardens, which was perfect because there were six of us. And so I think we all came around to my house and sat in my garden and uh, we had a sing song outside. And so that was really lovely, actually, just to try different songs as well and actually hear it all together in the flesh was, was, was amazing. And we'll all hang on one morning I was I was sat at my desk just getting on with work working from home and I had a message a voicemail saying could you give Charlotte a ring from RNLI HQ she's had BBC in touch with her and uh, they've they've seen your video from uh, of your sea shanty and they'd like to have a word with you that's where it, that's where it began so uh, anyway I had a number to ring ring RNLI HQ I rang them up and they said, we've had BBC in touch. They've seen your video. There's a, um, one of the researchers would like to have a chat with you and as many of the group as possible with a view to potentially joining the choir um, that's gonna sing in the coronation concert for the King and Queen. I was away, I was down in Poole at, H, in, uh, at, the, at the college, the RNLI college that week, so I couldn't make it that day. But they had five of the other five were there, and they were filmed on climbing onto the, our boat, our Atlantic 85, and they had, uh, they had a little radio which they put on and, and made them listen to the shipping forecast, which is quite a strange thing. For, I mean, we wouldn't ever sit on our lifeboat listening to the shipping forecast, but, but there it was, it was set up. Anyway, the cameraman 
or, or the producer knew someone at the who did the, the shipping forecast and had managed to convince them to uh, to relay a message to the 85ers that we were going to be a part of the coronation concert and we were going to be joining this this choir so everyone was just you know totally blown away by this it was uh, it was it was filmed it was really nice actually seeing it back on the film was was, was really lovely just to see just the excitement in everyone's faces and the sort of genuine joy. We, we were all dressed up in our uniform, it was kind of full dress rehearsal and we went down. I remember walking down, we were queuing to get down into the into the chapel and Gareth Malone came up to us and said, Ah, R and I, brilliant, I've got a seat for you right up at the front. And we were like, oh no. <laughs> so we were pushed right up into the front row of the chapel. And then we'd done a few rehearsals, and then they suddenly brought in the um, uh, Prince Edward and Princess Sophie uh, into the room, and they listened to us sing the song. And, and so we got to meet them, and that was just an absolute honour and a privilege as well. And just to actually talk to them, they were interested in where we were from, and and, and you know shouts that we'd been on, and and how we got into singing. So it was it was really lovely just to sort of see a human side to the royal family that you, you kind of maybe don't see when you just sort of see them on the telly or, or an engagement. So that was that was really lovely. And then on the day itself, in the afternoon, we had a we had a final rehearsal with Take That, and this was before they'd start letting the crowds in. Um, so we had a, we had a rehearsal with Take That, and we got to meet Take That, and chat to them, and Howard in particular was was really interested in in R and 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 where we were from and things that we'd done. So he was he was you know really communicative it was really, really nice um, and then after that we were we were told we could go up onto the stage and have some photos taken together as a, as a group and they let us go right to the front of the stage and by this time the crowd were coming in so we managed to get a selfie right at the front of the stage of the six of us with a big crowd and, and the crowd were really cheering behind and it was really lovely and then when we went on stage for the actual thing just seeing that sea of people it was it was quite terrifying in some respects because there were just so many people there, and I remember I remember looking out into the distance and you could see the planes coming into Heathrow sort of in a line. You could just see the headlights in the sky. I thought I'm just going to focus on them for the time being because I uh, I can't look at all these people in front of me. It's just too many. <laughs> we'd be alright if the wind was in ourselves. We'd be alright if the wind was in ourselves. We'd be alright. I've been on the lifeboat for over 15 years now and I never I never really when I when I first joined the crew I thought it's a good way of getting out onto you know onto a boat do some boating and 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 meet some new people but what I got was this sort of real sense of a community and being a part of something much bigger to be part of the the coronation it was the only representation for the RNLI in in sort of the coronation really and so to be able to get dressed up in sort of our smart gear and we had caps and we had our jumpers on and we had shirts and ties to be a part of that and to stand up in front of the king and the queen and to sing was just no it was just it was just a, an absolute privilege and an honor it was just it, it, you can't buy that sort of experience and and it was just 
I just, it was just utterly incredible. And we'll all hang on behind And we'll roll the old chariot along We'll roll the old chariot along We'll roll the old chariot along And we'll all hang on behind Hello, this is Jim Moyer and you've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited. We'll